Hey, happy April 11th. I hope Mercury retrograde is being good to you. All I can tell you, all I can tell you is my phone has been exploding for the past uh, few days. Um, Mercury retrograde and Saturn and Uranus has <laughs> been dumping on everybody, apparently. Uh, but uh, tonight, we're not, going to, we're not going to deal with that, are we? Because uh, this is the Crystal Silence League Hour, and tonight we're going to talk about the vibrational harmony of the spoken word and how it can be used to manifest thought. Thoughts lead to words, words lead to actions, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So come back in about a minute, we're going to talk about it. This is the Crystal Silence League Hour. I'm the Reverend John St. Germain. Let's do it. Episode 96, counting down toward the extravaganza that will be our 100th episode, and I don't know what we're going to do on that 100th episode. We may get some special guests in here and interview him or her and um, see how that works out. Um, Lovely weather we're having here in East Tennessee. I hope you're having lovely weather wherever you are, whatever corner of this uh, big blue marble we call the planet Earth you happen to live on. And tonight we're going to talk about manifesting thought into word, word into power. We're doing a uh, rather long and in-depth series on manifesting the power that exists in this universe in which we live and um, and how to do all that. Now, if, if you'd like to call in, um, by all means do that. Uh, we are a call-in show. Um, sometimes we forget that, but we are. And... Um, we have a number that you can call in, um, and that number is uh, 657-383-0525. When you call in, you pop up on my dashboard here, just punch one, and that lets me know that you'd like me to pick up, and I will pick you up and put you on the air. And you can ask questions, or you can tell us about your experiences with the crystals, crystal balls, manifesting, or you can have questions about any of that, and we'll try to answer them. And I'm sure if I can't answer them, some of our um, guests in the uh, uh, studio audience might be able to. We have many experts that come in and drop in and uh, share their wisdom with us. Uh, for those of you who may not know, this is uh, the Crystal Silence League Hour. And uh, the Crystal Silence League, of course, was originally founded around 1917 by a magical adept named Claude Alexander Conlon, who also published books on New Thought and astrology and um, spiritualism and many other topics. He also published the New Thought writings of uh, other authors, such as William Walker Atkinson and others. And when Mr. Conlon passed into the silence in uh, 1954 or so, um, 
He took the league with him until around 2009 when magical adepts from Missionary Independent Spiritual Church brought it back to life in cybernetic form. And now we have many, 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 many members. And you too can join, if you're not, by going to crystalsilenceleague.org and joining. We also have a gift shop where you can buy crystals and crystal balls and literature. Um, some of that literature is from our founder, uh, Mr. Claude Conlon, and uh, a recent edition about a year ago. Um, I believe we published a book by me, Reverend John St. Germain, called Crystal Magic. Um, divination, um, healing, and spellcasting uh, through the use of crystal balls and crystals. And I'm working on a sequel to that and some other books, etc., that will be published by Missionary Independent Spiritual Church, spirit willing, um, for your edification and enjoyment. Um, it's been my custom since we started this program, gosh, 96 episode, 96 hours of me rambling on about things. Good God, how do you stand it? Um, to read aloud some of the prayers. And if you want to post a prayer yourself, just go to www.crystalsilenceleague.org and you can post them. Prayer is always free. Um, myself and the other pastors of the Crystal Silence League pray for you as well as the other members. And you may post your prayers and we get hundreds of prayers a week posted. And I read some of these aloud. I can't read them all aloud. It would take, it's, it'd be a full-time job. It'd be on the air 24-7 because even as I'm reading these, more prayers are posted 24-7. But I do read some of these aloud. I invite you to pray with me. And we are going to um, read some of these. I never call out names, although I do have them right here. Um, I know who you are. And pictures and all your information. I'm just going to call out, though, pr prayer ID number. And if you hear your number, know that we're thinking about you. So let's start with prayer ID number 60180 who prays that her husband remembers how much he loves her. And she says, For my husband to remember how much he has always loved me and how many times we told this to each other, please pray he comes back. We're so we are soulmates. We both agreed on this so many times for so long, and I love him so much. Amen. And prayer ID number 60179, who says, Please, gods and spirits, everyone pray for my car, for it to be safe from damage or gotten a flood. I can't afford to fix it, and I need it to continue my education and my job. Amen. And pray ID number 60178, who says that she, play, she prays that D release his anxiety towards me, allowing our relationship to strengthen and grow stronger than ever, to take away any pain and hurt he's feeling in his heart, and feel it with love, joy, patience, and understanding toward me. Bless us both so that we may surrender to any challenges that face us, fill our hearts with love for each other, and make us realize each other's worth. I pray that my partner's heart be filled with love for me, making our relationship uncomplicated. Amen. In prayer ID number 60176, who says, Dear family, I ask for your help once again, and I'm so sorry Two, I do not mean to be so dependent, but my heart is in pain. There's nothing more painful than a heartache. But first, thank you for your love and light. I'm truly honored and blessed by your warmth. Please, God and friends, help J and S to open up their hearts to one another and allow them to fall deeper in love with one another 
Please remove the block that is between them and allow their love for one another to flourish. Believe in soulmates. Bless you. Amen. And prayer ID number 60175. Um, thank you very much for your continued prayer. I'm away from my dark magic using child predator husband, but still stuck. The law never did anything to him, so I still don't have legal recourse. I'm told I would have to give in and let husband and his sick circle have my daughter for unsupervised visits. Unless I do really well in my business, my only option is to hope I find a good man who would adopt my kids, pets, and mom. Fanciful thought. I'm still searching for my real husband and home. I should focus on my kids. Amen. Prayer ID number 60174. Who says, My mom has a stroke February 22nd and is having trouble hurting when she walks and stands up out of her chair. My mom is very, very tired. Please, Lord, she is almost 100%. Please bring my mom to being active and sharp and super quick and energetic like she was before her stroke. In Jesus' name, the Father and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we have prayer ID number 60173, who says, We're looking into moving into a new place. We're looking into a new place to live. The place we live now, our landlord is really petty and likes to spread rumors and others' business to those to whom she rents. We have an opportunity to move out of the place we're living now and are looking for a better place. I pray that we find a great place that is in our budget and we'll be able to live there peacefully. Blessed be. Amen. Prayer ID number 60172. I ask for prayers, protection from danger and injustice, oppression, want, need, and misery. I ask that by the power of Almighty God, all these problems and afflictions will be removed away from me in my life. Thank you. Amen. And prayer ID number 60170. Who says very simply, please pray for peace and love in my life. Amen. Prayer ID number 60169. Who says, Hi, I pray for myself to the goddess and gods to help to make cleansing and better life with love and money. And I pray to my lords and goddesses to help me to read my tarot cards and to make spells to help people for love and money and better life. I make spells in tarot, but some people make spells on me, and I have a blocked chakra. I don't feel any powers anymore, and I don't have any more clients come to me anymore. Please, I need help to pray for me to have more power to help people. Thanks for it. Amen. And we have prayer ID number 60168, who prays for E to call and make it home. Amen. Prayer ID number 60166, who says, Beloved God, please restore my sweet little boy to full health. Cut away all illness and disease. I beg you, O God, please heal my child. In Jesus' holy name, amen. And prayer ID number 60165, I pray to the Lord to keep my friends safe. Heal his body, his mind, and his spirit. Give him the hope, love, and support he needs to keep living and the medical care and resources he needs to get better. Show him the way forward. Amen.
and prayer ID number 60162, who says, I'm going through a divorce. My ex is trying to take my child away from me, as he knows this is the only way to hurt me. He's an abusive person and has not been part of my daughter's life for years. Now he came back on, on, into her life, and my child does everything he wants to please him. He is a master manipulator. He bribes her and convinces her that I'm a bad person. He uses her to make up stories and lies and to say that I abuse her. I'll never hurt my child. We used to be so close. Please fix this. Amen. Let's take a moment of quiet prayer for all those in need of prayer and affirmation, spiritual support, and healing. Amen. In our past lessons, we've been talking about ways to connect with the living God, the God law. Not God as a person, not God as a personality, but the creative law of the universe, the, the law that has brought everything into existence, and how we have separated ourselves through duality, how we have separated ourselves uh, mainly through wrong thinking, mainly through the idea that God is somehow separated from us. God is somehow a person living out there somewhere uh, with whom we have to um, uh, make peace or follow laws, and that after we die, we'll uh, reunite. Um, the, the wrong thinking is somehow that man is somehow separate from creation in the creative law. When in reality, we are the manifestation of this creative law, just as everything is. That there is not two, there's one. Everything started with one, one act of creation. And that this creation and the creator are the same. We've uh, covered this and we've experienced a few exercises to bring about a realization or a recognition that this God law the law of God, the creative law that 
this law is creation and the act of creation and that creation and the act of creation is the same. That it cannot be separate. And that if we understand this and we can get our minds around this, that we too can create just as we have been created. And this is a marvelous and wonder, wondrous uh, thing and that by doing this we can create anything we want. We've seen real-life examples, not things written in books thousands of years ago, but real-life examples. We've And let's see, it looks like we're back. We had some connection problems there. It looks like we are back. I'm assuming we're back. It looks like we're back. Yes. And I apologize for that. Uh, Blog Talk has been playing roulette with us, so we're back. We were talking about the power of the spoken word, and we talked about how the uh, word itself uh, generates uh, a great deal of power, and we have to be very mindful of our... Um, of our spoken word. And so tonight we're going to talk more about this. And so I'm going to talk about uh, talk about this. Um, words can be a direct channel, in fact, to this creative God force. And uh, it could be argued that words may very well be one of our most, if not the most powerful force that we have, um, which means we've got to be very careful, we've got to discipline ourselves to speak in ways that convey wholesome and productive and creative manner. Uh, every religious book in the world, that's a good one anyway, uh, tells us how important it is to perfect our speech. Um, and 
admonishes us to be kind and speak words that are inspiring and encouraging. Uh, we are taught to be mindful in our speech, and we have to be honest, and we have to be loving, and we have to be respectful. Um, words can be either daggers or they can be seeds. We have to listen patiently and tell the truth as we understand it, but we can't use truth to hurt. And that's what's very, very important. So let's look at a few let's look at a few of these ancient religious books. Let's look at the Bible. And words are not just empty. They have power. If we believe the story of creation, God created the universe by a word. The power of his word. God spoke the word and the universe came into power. And that means that we are indeed in the image of the creator because our words create too. The words have power. The words don't just convey information. Words can create. You can destroy. Um, look at what we're looking at now. Look at the news. Look at what we have now. And uh, whoever wrote Proverbs, Proverbs may have had many authors, but if you look at um, Proverbs 12, verse 6, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love the word will eat its fruit. Words have the power to bring death or life, but in the afterlife as well. It says in the New Testament, Jesus says, I will tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Not just your actions, not just your actions, but your words, because there's really not much difference, if any, between words and actions, as we will see. And what's interesting to me is that uh, the Apostle Paul uh, wrote, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And uh, Paul was emphasizing wholesome over unwholesome. And um, the uh, the Greek of unwholesome means rotten or foul, like rotten fruit. Um, so there's a, a remarkable parallel between the um, um, concept of unwholesomeness in Paul and the concept of unwholesomeness in Buddhism because there's some very um, important concepts in Buddhism about uh, about this. The uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, I don't know, peripheral Buddhism. Some of the stuff that's not necessarily Buddhism talks about the three gates of speech, the four gates of speech, and the five gates of speech. And uh, this appears in many religious texts. Um, in um, um, one that kicks around a lot on the internet, the three gates of speech. Uh, uh, before you talk, um, let your words pass the three gates. At the first gate, you ask, is it true? At the second gate, you ask, is it necessary? At the third gate, ask, is it kind? And uh, this is attributed to Rumi. And maybe maybe Rumi did write it. I'm not sure. Um, and um, sometimes um, 
it's attributed to the Buddha, but that's not the Buddha gates. Um, the Buddha had a, a more intricate gate, but we'll go on that. Um, now, the Rotary Club has a four-way gate, and um, that's very interesting to me, but is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill? Will it be beneficial? And uh, this is... Uh, this is in the uh, Rotary uh, Club. Uh, then there's um, uh, Sai Baba, um, who was uh, a much quoted uh, uh, spiritual guru, who who kind of had a bubblegum philosophy that blended uh, many beliefs in one. Uh, man, there was Islam, Buddhism, Sufi, uh, Hindi, all sorts. Um, but he had a... Um, he had quite a bit of influence on things too, and uh, he had a four-way test too. And he he's often quoted as saying, "Before you speak, ask yourself: Is it kind? Is it necessary? Is it true? And is it an improvement on silence?" And to me, that is a good test. Is what I'm about to say an improvement over just keeping my big bazoo shut? Now, there's some very good. Uh, passages in actual canonical Buddhism um, there's a fivefold test um, in one of the suttas that says this is this is what's proper speech it's spoken at the five, it's a fivefold test <laughs> it's more demanding that what you say is spoken at the right time it's spoken in truth and it's spoken with affection and it's spoken beneficially and it's spoken with an attitude of goodwill. It comes from a wholesome root. Um, then there's another test that uh, the Buddha suggested to uh, quite another group of people that what is that what you say should be well-spoken rather than poorly spoken, that is well-expressed, um, that it should be just rather than unjust, it should be endearing rather than unendearing, and it must be true rather than false. Then there's the way you should speak when you're admonishing other people, when you're instructing or admonishing them. Do I speak at the right time or not? Do I speak facts or not? Do I speak gently or harshly? Do I speak profitable words or not? And do I speak with a kindly heart or with an inward malice? So the idea of all of these, regardless of what series of checkpoints you use, is that you're thinking about what you say. You just don't blow it off. Um, so uh, there's there's a type of mindfulness that uh, that you go through to check this, to check what it, what you say, and I'm I'm going to tell you that um, we can we can look at these things as a, um, a very valuable lesson in um, um, in how to speak in beneficial ways um, because what we say will plant seeds or stab daggers and the ripple effect of this will come back it will come back um, in ways that will humble you um, I was at a, uh, a convention that, uh, with a group of people I hadn't seen in well over 20 years and uh, a, a man a grown man came up who I, I didn't quite recognize and he introduced himself, and I said, oh, yeah, I remember you. And the last time I'd seen him, he was a kid. He was about 13. 
And, uh, you know, now he was uh, a man of, in his 30s, and he had kids of his own. And uh, I said, my goodness, you're, uh, you're, last time I saw you, you were a little kid. And he said, he said, yeah. And he said, I just wanted to, uh, you know, say how much I appreciated the time you spent with me when I was young. I was trying to learn something, and you took me aside, and you were very kind and patient, and you taught me how to do it. And I said, you know, I don't remember doing that. I said, I don't remember doing that, but I'm glad I did. And it sounds like something I would do. Um, you know, it, you know, it was, it was John-like. It was something I would do. You know, take some geeky kid aside, and, and he said, no one else in that group did that. No one else paid attention to me. Um, he said, but you know, you saw I was struggling with something, and you took me aside and showed me how to do it. And um, I guess the reason I did that, I, I could relate to him. You know, he he was kind of like me, and I took him. But you know, I I would do that anyway. But you see that that seed that I planted came back, and I was thinking, what about the times I did ignore people, and the times I may have been in a bad mood and spoke harshly to somebody? What about you know those unwholesome seeds? You know, they come back too, and. Um, you know, I know that was a strange thing to think. You know, a guy just gave me a compliment and said how how well I'd influenced him positively. I, what I was thinking about was, what about the dark seeds, the unhol the rotten ones, the unwholesome ones? That that really concerned me. Um, so let's um, let's take a little break for uh, station identification, and we'll come back and take a look at the story of Adam and Eve, and I'll give you kind of a new uh, outlook on that in terms of what we're studying here. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rule Work Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, Sundays 3 to 4.30. Candelo's Corner with Candelo Camusa and Michael Carell, Mondays 5 to 7. The Crystal Silas League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays 5 to 6. In the Streets with Beverly Smith, Tuesdays 6 to 7. Ben and Fox with Madame Naya and Jaya Danya, Wednesdays 6 to 7. The Now You Know Show with Professor Charles Porterfield, Thursday 6 to 7.30. The Wish the Priestess in the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Friday 6 to 7. And Liquid Libations with Andrea Western, Saturdays 5 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curie Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. Mm-hmm. 